Hello, my loves, and welcome back to the Raise Your Vibration podcast. I am so excited to be here with you today. My name is Shelby Rose, and I am an energetic and business guide helping you align, activate, and expand your energy to create the life and business you're wildly obsessed with. I believe that every single one of us has a path that lights us up, makes us excited to get up every single day, and brings massive service and impact to the world. In this podcast, we'll tune into our soul's true desires, take ownership for every single thing in our lives, and shift our vibration to embody the queen we came here to be. You deserve this. You get to have it. Let's go create it. Hello, my loves, and welcome back to the Raise Your Vibration podcast. I am your host, Shelby Rose, and today I have Jessica Rose. Yes, both of our middle names are Rose, and um, we had a really amazing conversation around the chakras, and Jessica is a healer, facilitator, business mentor. She's the founder of the Chakra Healing Certification Program and the Divine Maven brand, focusing on energetic management, intuitive development for a thriving life and business. So she is certified in energy therapy, transformational coaching, EFT, Reiki, and she finds purpose in mentoring women to lead through the heart-centered values in their businesses. So to me, Jess is such a pillar of light. And if you guys aren't already following her over on Instagram, over on TikTok, wherever it is that you hang out, I highly recommend getting into her energy. She is just a bright, shiny light of love. And I always feel so much warmth and beauty in her energy. So that being said, we're gonna have a beautiful conversation about manifesting through the chakras today. And really understanding the blockages that show up, how things, um, the things that we experience in the physical and how they're related to the chakra system. So it's a really amazing conversation. Definitely check it out. I can't believe I've not had her on the podcast sooner to talk about the chakras because I have no chakra episodes. So uh, the second announcement, I have some updates coming to the podcast that I want to share with you guys. So I've been sitting in contemplation around what is 2022 going to look like? And, you know, this year I set the intention that I was going to do two episodes a week and it's been so fun to share so much amazing content with you guys. And I'm also feeling this desire to put more energy and focus into my programs, into the influx of clients coming in. Um, And so I just wanted to give you guys a heads up that we're still going to do every Monday an episode, but there may not be that Thursday episode moving forward just so that I can really make sure that I'm giving my clients and my containers my utmost attention. That being said, there may be still a few extra ones dropped in there because, you know, the messages are always coming through. The second announcement I have for you guys is that if you have not already heard, Energetic Mastery is open for enrollment and let me see what date this drops. I think that Early Bird closes the 22nd, which is Wednesday. So if you're listening to this the day it drops, it's about two days away. And Energetic Mastery is a mastermind for the woman who understands the 
the shift that needs to occur within herself in order for her business and her life to thrive. Energetic Mastery to me is a program that like, we're not going to talk a whole lot about strategy and business. We're not going to talk about a whole lot about the how. And the women coming into this program realize the how isn't the most important thing. This is about really stepping into the person who can hold that business, stepping into the person and becoming the person who honors herself, her truth, and manages her energy in such a way that it creates expansion within her business, within her relationships, within her finances, all areas of life. To me, that is the energetic work, right? Like (laughs) so often we want to, you know, hustle in our businesses. We want to figure things out. This program is about becoming and embodying and being the vibrational and the frequency match for your desires. And so we are going to talk a little bit about, um, we're going to do a tiny bit of energy work just so you guys have like the basics in this program. We're going to be doing um, emotional intelligence work. We're going to be doing, you know, clearing limiting frequencies, really looking at all areas of your life to make sure that they're coming into alignment and balance so it doesn't throw throw your business life off. There is just going to be so much amazing support in this container. And also one of my favorite things to do in the whole entire world is to bring women together. So it's going to be a really incredible group of women. You're going to have other like-minded humans to connect with. We've already had one spot claimed. Um, And early bird, you're actually going to get access to soul activation as a bonus because I think that program is absolutely epic and incredible as well as a bonus one-on-one with me. And you can qualify for, I don't know how else to say it, early bird by either you feel it inside you and you're like, this is the program I need to be a part of. You can go to the landing page right now, which is linked in the show notes, or you can go to my website, shelbyrose.com forward slash mastermind and literally just enroll. You have that option. This is one of the first times I've done this where like I have the buttons on a mastermind page where you can literally decide that you want to be a part of this program. And here's why I did that. I feel that the woman coming into this program just knows. And I want you guys to trust yourself in your own knowings and trust that like pull and that desire. And there is absolutely an option to have a discovery call, a connection call with me. I would love to connect with you. I'd love to get to know you. I'd love to, you know, make sure that it's a good energetic fit for you as well. But I feel the women coming into this just know, and I want to give you the option to act on that and show up as that person who decides. So to qualify for early bird, you can either get your payment in before the 22nd, or you can book your discovery call. Now, obviously, I I don't think by the time you're listening to this, I'm going to have spots open until a little later in um, December or early January. But as long as you get that session booked, before the 22nd, you get on my calendar before the 22nd, even if your call is like in January, you're going to lock in that, that early bird special. So that is all I have for you guys about energetic mastery. Um, let's dive into this episode with Jessica Rose. Well, Jess, thank you so much for being here. I'm so excited to just be in your energy again and chat and catch up on all the things. For the listeners who are new to your energy and new to your world, can you tell them a little bit about who you are, where you came from, your story, and what you do today? 
Yes. Awesome. I'm so excited to be here. First of all, also, thank you for having me, Shelby. So my name is Jessica Rose and I'm an energy and business mentor. And I also love incorporating chakras and human design. So helping women and entrepreneurs specifically really build their business on a way that is uniquely theirs and helping them find a way that feels good for them. So it's not going to look like anybody else that anyone else is doing it out there. It's based on their own blueprint, their own energetic system, and really being able to pull that out of what makes them so unique that when they're able to share that authentically and live it fully, that they just become a natural magnet for their success, for their impact, for all, all the warm and fuzzy things. <laughs> I love that. I love that. And I think it's something so that you do so well. It's like you are just who you are and you like you radiate this energy of love. I was just telling just this oh before we hopped on. It was like she radiates this love and this like feminine energy. And I love watching entrepreneurs tap into that flow and that ease of the feminine. And I think you, you're someone who is a beautiful example of someone who does it really well. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah. One of my nicknames is flow facilitator because <laughs> I'll take everybody that's in the masculine and be like, all right, come over to this flowy side. And I think it's because I'm, I'm a Pisces sun, cancer moon and Scorpio rising. So I'm literally drowning in water. So anybody that needs, you know, some, some water flowiness and come over to me. Oh, I got you. <laughs> That's so funny. Dahlia literally started drinking water, as you can probably yeah. <laughs> in the background, as you're talking about it. She's been napping this whole time. She's like, oh, I'm going to drink water as we're talking about water. You know always, always. That's um, what my dog does too. Of course. I'm going to... We'll cut that part out. I'm like, she's just going to keep going and going and going. <laughs> okay. So how did you get into the chakras? What drew you to the work of chakras and how has it impacted your business? Yeah. Oh, it's so interesting. I feel that I'm trying to think actually the very first time I was a nurse before this and in my past life, I was a nurse. <laughs> and when I started getting into spirituality and really on my journey and realizing, wow, I could actually do this too. I remember I hired a business coach, I joined a mastermind, and none of them were specifically about the chakras, but I remember one of them mentioned the chakras, and then I had to do this vision board or this like vision packet that one of my coaches had me do, and it was like, what do you visualize for your life in 10 years? And I was writing it all these things, like best-selling author, blah, blah, blah. One of them was become a expert on the chakras and teach about them. I literally have no idea why I wrote that or how that came through. Uh, but I was like, oh, why did I write that? And then from there, kind of started to learn more about it. I think I took it as a sign of, oh, like what for whatever reason that came up in my head, that's something for me to look into. And so from there, I started diving into it more and it became it was a compass that I needed. I think because I am so flowy, I think the chakras are this structure that, you know, they, they tell us like where, where we're in alignment or how we're not in alignment. And so for my business, it was really like, okay, like how do we get you into more balance, more alignment to really see a result in 
what I had going on in my business. And for me, it was really my solar plexus or a solar plexus is your confidence, your ability to be motivated, more of that masculine energy, surprise, surprise. (laughs) And so what I found out in ways that I was out of balance without judgment, right? This is just observation. This is just grace, giving ourselves grace. It really gave me these tools for me to work on myself, heal myself. I mean, yes, I did therapy and I did coaching and all that, but this gave me my own tool that I could use for myself to help bring me into balance. Almost like a little guidance system, it sounds like. 100%. It's like my compass, my my energetic compass for sure. And then I found out that, you know, this is what helped with my clients as well. We can be able to pinpoint of, okay, you know, what are, what are some things you're struggling with emotionally, physically, spiritually even, and be able to look at where that is a misalignment in the chakras. And then we could do some work, do some EFT, do some, give essential oils, do embodiment practices, chakra healing, meditations. And people were starting to see results from applying that. So it kind of grew from there in the most beautiful way. Amazing. So like I said, before we dove into the podcast, I don't think I've actually specifically talked about chakras on the podcast. So if someone is totally new, like this is the first time hearing that word, what are the chakras? Like what, what, what is this term that we hear and it's becoming so popular? I'm sure people kind of have at least heard of it or know a little bit about them, but how in your own definition would you describe the chakras? Yeah. I like to think of as we have our own physical body and physical symptoms. So we have our organs that help us function, right? we got our heart, we got our kidneys, lungs, all the things. And then we also have an energetic body and our energetic body is really comprised of the chakras. So they're just spinning wheels of energy. So just these concentrated circles of energy that take in life force energy and assimilate to the rest of our body and also radiate it out. So when this energy is able to flow freely, that's when we feel our best physically, mentally, spiritually. And then when it's not, when there's a block in our energy, because energy wants to flow, right? So when there's a block in it, that's when we're going to experience some sort of, it can show up as a physical illness. I know Shelby and I talked about uh, on my podcast, really when, when we're in misalignment, it can show up in all these different ways, anxiety, depression, physical illness, feeling spiritually disconnected. And but when it's in balance is really when we're our, we feel our best. So just because in case they didn't listen to the episode that we did together. Yeah. Do you have like an example where in your own life you had experienced those physical symptoms and how it related to which chakra would be out of alignment for you? Yeah, absolutely. So, and this is not this is not end all be all, right? This is just one thing to look at if we are struggling. But for me, it helped me immensely. So again, with, so the solar plexus, again, that's above our um, belly button and that's responsible for our drive, our motivation, our personal power. And it's also connected to our, our stomach and our small intestines. And so growing up, I always had digestive issues. I was the nervous my parents couldn't take me anywhere on vacation because I would just, I would get sick. I would get nauseated. I would, you know, I was just, it was a hot mess and (laughs) it was, and I was extremely shy 
And I grew up in an alcoholic home. So I think for me, like very much my solar plexus was off balance. I felt powerless a lot of the time and I didn't have a lot of confidence. And so it made sense after learning about this, like, oh, of course I have this, you know, issue. And really once I started to work on it more and work on my confidence and work on my shyness, I mean, I wouldn't have been able to talk on a podcast. I mean, that just did not happen. And in, in college and even in work, I would get out of speaking in front of people. I would say I was sick. I, I would make up every little white lie to get out of it. But the more work I did on my solar plexus, and the more that I was really able to speak my truth and stand in my power, it's funny enough, they, I would say probably 98% of my gut issues are not around anymore. It's crazy. It's so amazing. I also just relate to that so much. I actually had digestive stuff as a Did kid you? too. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, 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 yes. And I think a lot of probably women who listen to this podcast, just because I attract people who are like me, would probably have had similar experiences. Mm -hmm. Taking back that personal power or like, you know, digestive symptoms are so common that sometimes we don't even link that physical to the energetic and using these tools that you can kind of rebalance things. So you said essential oils and tapping and, and all we have all these different modalities for starting to realign. How do you, how did you do the work aside from like actually just saying like, I'm going to start to st- stand up for myself and take back my power. Yeah. You know, we're talking about the solar plexus or any of the other chakras. How do you start to come back into balance when you know something is off? Right. And we usually, I don't know if, if, if we can tune into our body, we can usually kind of feel where there's that like stagnation. Yeah. Um, In the beginning, it's kind of hard though, right? Because I think it's just really simply trying to get in touch with our body. Mm. Meditation is, I know it's not for everybody. And listen, the goal of meditation obviously is not to just kumbaya and I don't know, <laughs> levitate and, you know, see, see visions. It really is just to, for me, it's to ground myself into my body. Yeah. What sensations am I feeling? Feel the rise and fall of my breath because I really feel like the body leads us to some clues to look into what's going on. So I would say the first thing is as best we can. I think we live, we're really taught to live so much in our head and not the intuition, not the body. So that would be the very first thing. And for me, even just, I would listen to solar plexus chakra meditations Mm -hmm. every day. And so imagining this ball of yellow light, because the color for the solar plexus is yellow, and just imagining this ball of light growing in in my core and my center and just activating my power and my confidence and really feeling that fear, not like it dissipates, but my courage became stronger than my fear. So I guess it was a lot of visualization for me in the beginning. Yeah. I love what you said about you have to start to connect into the body or, or yeah. that's kind of the first step. Because I think a lot of times we want to skip to the, I just want the emotion to go away or the pain or the experience, or I just want to be confident, right? Yeah. And we forget that in order for us to know what's out of alignment, we actually have to come back in to the discomfort of being in our bodies. So you, you just hit the nail on the head. Discomfort in the body, discomfort emotionally, 
without judge. I mean, that's the hardest part, right? Without judgment, with this awareness, <sighs> reminding, and, and we don't know that in the beginning, but reminding ourselves that that emotion is, we're not going to stay in that intensity forever, even though it feels like it. <laughs> <laughs> Literally going through this right now, I was like, am I going to feel this way forever? Ever, yes. And I was like, oh yeah, no, I just have to let it move through. We forget. <laughs> we, uh, we forget even, and I, I wish, you know, we would remember, and I think we do, that's slowly how we build that, that muscle, but damn it. <laughs> how many times do we have to be reminded? Uh, many, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So what would you tell someone who, cause I think, I think that's almost like why people, uh, at least in the beginning, their spiritual journey will jump right to spiritual, spiritual bypassing and the like high vibe. Yeah. Like I'm going to sh- jump right to that instead of getting into the discomfort what yeah. would you tell someone who is just starting to connect to their body and just starting to connect to their intuition. And then all of a sudden they have pain and discomfort and trauma. Like I remember when I started to connect to my body, I like remembered two sexual traumas, like literally things would just start to come up. And I was like, I don't know how to handle this all right now. Right. It was like, I was, there's so many emotions to sit through and like be with. Yeah. How does someone even start to move through that or hold themselves through that? Or what would, what advice do you have? Definitely support of as much as you can support. For me, that looked like having a mentor or coach, but then also I had a spiritual therapist. Mm -hmm. So she was trained, a trained therapist, but then added spirituality. Honestly, and I've been to like probably 18 years of therapy and that that was the best therapy that I had was with this, uh, Alexis Rose is actually her name. She is, she's in the other Rose before I was like, (laughs) so she's one of the first episodes I've had, I had, so you can go back to that one. You guys, she is incredible. And also finding a spiritual community of someone some that had been through this or going through this just so you don't feel so alone. So I really try to hit it from all angles. And then finding safety within yourself first. Trying to find some sort of safety within your body in whatever way that is, whether it's we get a little woo here, but for me, I We're and Alexis here. So <laughs> go all the way. <laughs> Woo, let's go. Uh, Alexis taught me this was creating your own color. So closing your eyes and thinking of colors and light that represent safety to you. Mm-hmm. So when you close your eyes and you try to think about safety, even if you haven't felt safe in your life, what might that feel like? And then what color would that go along with? And then another one for peace. And I would come up with a color for that. And then another one for love. And so when I would sit down and there is that discomfort, I allow myself to feel it. And then I called in my colors. I called in that light to really, it was self-soothing is really what it is, right? It's a different way of self-soothing, but it's, it's also calling in your higher self or universe, spirit, guides, whatever it is that you believe in to also support you. But it's still you supporting yourself instead of reaching out for, I don't know, alcohol or someone to fix you or whatnot. It was really, that was 
that was the most profound way to get me through the discomfort was really learning my own tools of self-soothing, I would say. I love that. And I love that you mentioned like hitting at all, at all angles and something that I think is really important that you mentioned was having that community of people who've maybe been through similar experiences or who can simply hold space for it. Cause I know one of the biggest discomforts I had as all this stuff was coming up, I was surrounded by people where there was discomfort in me sharing that truth. Mm, and I, feel had, safe. I didn't feel safe. I had repressed like the sexual trauma because I told one of my best friends at the time. And she was like, she was like, you probably wanted it. And like, and it, it, there was no safety around me. And so I was like, I, I don't know how to deal with this on my own. I'm just going to shove it all the way down. Mm. Right? And so if you don't have that community and that support system, it's like, it, it amplifies that feeling of not safe. Yeah. And that's, that's such a good point because I think you, you really can't grow and heal unless you feel safe first, Yeah, you know, and having that safety to be seen and then grow from there. And if you don't have it yet, call it in. Yeah. You know, call it in, write, call, write it down or call out to the universe or pray about it and know that it'll come, you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's Somehow, so, some way. <laughs> so important. Cause it was like three years ago, two years ago, I was like, I have no one in Denver. I have no, like at that time, yeah. I didn't have any, there was one really good friend I had. And one of my coaches at the time, actually Steph Davies, I think you did Andy's mastermind with her. Yes. She was my mentor at the time. And she was like, why don't you just start to like, think about how you would feel if you met these people or like start to go to the places where you think that they might be. And all of a sudden these people started to show up that I would have never experienced had I not set the intention of who I wanted to meet and how I wanted Ugh. to feel and their energy and their presence. So I love that you said that because it's like, sometimes we're we're so focused on the absence of it and it's yeah. not here. Where are they? Like, how, how am I going to find How am I going to, and we're so focused on the how that we forget that we can just start to set the intention. Set the intention. Yes, yes, yes. I love that. And then surrender to the how. Oh, that's my lesson lately is on attachment. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> the ever, ever present. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Well, is there anything about the chakras that you feel called to speak on and that you feel is important for people to understand if they're feeling called to explore them or learn more about them? Is there anything that you feel people should know? Hmm. I think that the chakras can be applied to everything in your, not just personally of your, your growth and your alignment, but even your business as well. So if there's any people that are solopreneurs or entrepreneurs, you can really take a look at, is your business aligned, right? Or your business chakras are aligned as well. So root chakra is all about money and fears and things like that. So when you're starting your own business or growing it, making sure you have that solid foundation. What are your thoughts about money? I mean, it, it, it just, it gets to go with, it goes with everything. It goes with manifestation. I use chakras for manifestation and relationships. I mean, so you literally can apply it and it can be your compass for so many different things. And it's, there's just, there's no one size fits all again, right? There's so many different ways that you can work on balancing your chakras. So it's really about where you led and going to where you feel called. 
uh, because there is so many different ways. Amazing. I think what I would love to, to maybe like do a scenario of if someone is trying to call something in, whether yeah. that is like finances or relationship, whatever that may be, how do we start to look at the, the thing, right? Like the, the thing we desire and understand how our energy, how our belief systems, how that like the chakra of the thing we desire, right? Like it's like the energy of the thing we desire. How do we start to understand where, where we may, may be out of alignment or our beliefs about the thing may be out of alignment? Are you frozen? Yeah. So, well, let's take something that, what's something that you want to manifest Shelby? Um, Ooh, I like this. So <laughs> I don't really, I don't, this, this is actually, I think a really good example because there's a lot there for us to go into. <laughs> I'm like, I want a, a romantic partnership and I don't at the same time. Like, I, oh. I really desire my human, right? Like, mm -hmm. but at the same time I have like, all of a sudden, I just got up a relationship, so I'm not quite ready for it to show up in the physical. Right. Something that I want to start to align myself with. And like, I have a pattern of attracting partners that I know aren't going to be long-term, like my long-term human beings. So Gotcha. Okay. So yeah, calling in a long-term <laughs> human being when it feels aligned, right? Yeah. So if we start at, there's seven chakras, first of all, and the very top of our head is where the crown chakra is. And the crown chakra is our connection to divine. It's where we really come to this, that we are, we're one. And that's really where our ideas and our connection to divine, right? So that's where you got this idea that you desire a romantic relationship. Okay. So that's crown chakra. Then as we're manifesting this desire, you start to go to your third eye. So your third eye is where you visualize, it's your intuition, but it is a lot of that visualized. So this is where you, in your mind's eye, similar to when you had that you were manifesting a community of friends, right? You visualized what did that look like? So this could even look like, you know what... You know what you don't want, right? Those are those are the past relationships yeah. <laughs> you, know what you don't, right? So then you start to look into what you might. What does that look like? What does that feel like for you? And if you're having trouble with that, right? Like if it doesn't seem clear, that's where, oh, okay, maybe there's some work to do on my third eye chakra because it seems it our intuition should be clear, we should be able to to kind of see that. So if we're not, we can do some work on there. Then we go down to your throat chakra. That's where you, it's where you speak your truth. It's your authenticity. And that's where you start to speak into this existence what you desire. So you're like, you're you're talking about on the podcast. You're saying, I want my human. <laughs> with all the humans. <laughs> with all the humans. And saying it from your throat, our words have vibration they carry energy, right? Vibration. Mm -hmm. So speaking it to existence is even more potent than just thinking it because you're adding that element of sound vibration. Mm -hmm. So that's going to help you to manifest. Then you're bringing it into your heart chakra. Heart chakra is all about love and, and compassion and self-love and giving and receiving. And so you're going to step into that gratitude of it being on its way, how amazing is it going to feel to have it? You're also going to take a look at where there might be an imbalance in the heart chakra. So that's where you can look at some of your other past relationships of, well, maybe I overgave or 
maybe uh, this is also where a little bit of discernment is too. So in your boundaries, we can look at, okay, where, where might some better boundaries bring me into more alignment or help me create more of that pure vessel that I'm really stepping into? Mm-hmm. I feel like there's a lot in the heart there that that for I, all of us. Really, and I know that's where it all is for me. So like, as you're saying, I'm like, yep, yep, this, this checks, this checks. Yeah. This checks. I'm like, <laughs> this is the one. <laughs> this is the one. So it could just be exploring it more too. And, you know, through journal prompts or breath work is a great thing to help release some of the, some of the maybe feelings, grief, emotion, sadness, all that that comes from, I mean, not even just love relationships, but friendships and obviously family relationships. There's so much there. Oh my gosh. (laughs) There is so much in the heart and then making its way into the solar plexus. So that's where you, if you're manifesting, it's like, where are you taking inspired action to help you with that? Maybe your inspired action is hiring a therapist. Maybe it's having a coach. Maybe it's being single to find out what you want and don't want, right? So it's, it is that action piece. It's that part of you that knows that the relationship's not going to just fall out of the sky. I mean, (laughs) quite possibly it can, but you know, as we know, it's usually something on our part. And then it's moving your way into the sacral chakra. And that's all about pleasure and desire and worthiness and joy and fun. And it's really, we're like, where you feel and what would it feel like to have that partner? And then you can explore too, when you're like, have, if you're feeling that partner coming in or that love, do you start to feel uncomfortable? Because then maybe there's something there, right? Maybe there's going to be something there with unworthiness that's lying there. Or sometimes we feel guilty that the good things are coming to us. Mm, or we feel like we want to sacrifice our happiness for other people, that can definitely lie in the sacral chakra as well. That's really what it means. That's like more of our feminine energy to receive. So as much as taking action is like, can I, am I opening up myself and my vessel to receive this love too? And uh, for whatever reason, guilt comes up for me. I don't know if that resonates for you, but uh, sorry, like spirits in here loud and just wants to share. <laughs> it's like, oh, no matter what you did, in your past, yeah, no matter what you did in your past, or there is nothing that would make you any less deserving of that love. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's for a podcast, somebody out there that is listening. So, um, because that can happen too, is like, we just keep thinking, well, they don't know what I did or like, however many years ago. And no, you're here for soul curriculum, right? I mean, you're, you're literally here to, to explore all those things and there's nothing, nothing, nothing that you could do to mess that up. And then going into the root. So as we go down the chakras, we're starting in where the energy is very high vibrational. So you can't even see it, right? It's, it's, then we're going down to the throat chakra and the heart chakra. We're going down into the element of air and we're starting to go more into the physical world. So things get more dense. So like, it's really easy to think about what you want, but as we're moving down, we're actually pulling that manifestation into our body, into the physical form. It starts to get more resistance. I don't want to say harder, but more resistance. So that's why as we go down those chakras, there tend to be some more like, you know, stuff that comes up. It's natural. It's as natural as us being in the physical world. We just, things get more dense. And so that's why finally when we hit the root chakra, that's when we manifest it. It's in our physical reality. Mm -hmm. And so 
that that point between feeling it and showing up in our physical reality, that's why there can be lots of steps before that, right? But it's, it's, it's really like trusting because the root chakra is all about trust and knowing that you're supported. But shoot, like how hard is that to, to know, like, you know, that you're supported and you don't have to worry about the how you just know that it's coming. There's a lot that can come up. I think around that. I think this is, and I don't know why this is coming up, but I feel like this circles back to what we talked about earlier is like that is so often where we want to bypass straight to like the, the crown frequency, yeah. the frequency of those higher chakras that feel so you know the unity consciousness and the love and like we want to jump right to those without fully integrating Mm -hmm. and bringing that frequency into our physical because we haven't gotten comfortable sitting in the physical so I love that you went through each of these because we can start to understand why it's important for us to kind of like clear out that vessel and be in the vessel and experience so that we can actually hold that knowing yeah. Because to me, it's like you can't hold the knowing if you're not in the in the body. Body. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Oh, what a cool tool that you, like the walking through too, just to understand where things might show up and where things might come and where we can start to dig a little deeper. Yeah. And, and you can actually use it for helping you release the feelings or the things that are blocking you as well. So you use the reverse. So what is maybe something that's coming up for you that makes you feel stuck? Is it a limiting belief? Is it a past experience? Um, Right now it's, there's so many things I'm like, I could, if we're talking about romantic partnerships specifically, I think it's that like, I have, I've experienced the heartbreak feeling Mm -hmm. so often and I'm just tired of it. I'm like, yeah oh, this is exhausting to be like crying over another human being. <laughs> like, right. I'm tired. So I think for me, it's like, oh my gosh, I like, I dance between, I love love and I love the experience of falling in love. And I love the experience of like connecting with another human. But I also hate the flip side where mm. the relationship doesn't work out. And I think that fear of like, well, what if it doesn't work out again? And I do, yeah. you know, we build this, relationship and then all of a sudden they're just poop out of your life like it's I think it's that dance between like knowing that you have to open up in order to experience the love and also knowing that like that's really scary and vulnerable and it's like um there is (laughs) this always comes up I'm like my first experience with like a crush was in the fifth grade or the sixth grade and I've told this story in the podcast before and like we flirted together and, you know, it was like middle school love, whatever. Yeah. And then one day it was like right before school started, he punched me in the stomach and said, you're so fat. I would never like you. And, and I was overweight at the time. And like, I went home from school that day and I was like, no person who ever expresses interest in you is actually interested. Oh. And I, I like made a vow to myself to never believe someone when they showed that interest and it has shown up. I cannot tell you how many people I've bypassed because, and it was again, like this was before I really became conscious of the pattern, but I bypassed their interest because desire because of that vow I made in the fifth grade. Uh. It, was, it was like an energetic contract I bound myself to. And so literally it would happen over and over again. I would have 
guy friends who were like incredible human beings express interest. And, and then immediately. Like, no. Nope. Immediately. No. Mm. And so I think there's a lot there for me to like, unpack, yeah. but I think the biggest thing is that fear of like rejection. The rejection. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. This is amazing. So in the root, it's really, what is that fear? Right. And so rejection for you, maybe lack of safety also, because root chakra is all about safety, but it really is just identifying the motion, the emotion. Then as we go into the sacral chakra, sacral chakra is all about also feelings. So how does that feeling of this is, the, this is the, the not fun part, right? This is the shadow. This is allowing yourself <laughs> to feel it. And this is somebody else too, right? Like you do all this work, right? But this is just an example of how when there is a block in the system from our manifestation, how do we liberate ourselves from that? Yeah. So it's really about how do we break it up in the body because all of that kinks and the, mm-hmm. like you said, the, the contracts we make and the things that we make as quote unquote truths when we're younger, that all gets stored in the body. Yeah. So it's about feeling the motion. And then in the solar plexus, it's that take action energy, right? So it's, again, it's how do we take action to break up this energetic pattern? That's where you do the EFT. That's where you do meditation, breath work, embodiment practices, dancing it out, right? We're moving that energy. Mm. And after we've moved one layer of it, right? There's probably so many layers. We move it into the heart and the heart is really where you come to this place of forgiveness for the past experiences. What did you learn from those? It's really finding the gratitude in those experiences, really turning those painful moments, alchemizing them to love and there's no rush to this. This is why this stuff can take time because we're not always ready to forgive right away. No. Right? We're not always ready to kumbaya with that person or <laughs> I know we have to go through that process. And yeah. so that's why we can be like, why isn't this happening? It's because really these things take time. They can take time. Then it's moving into the throat and really verbalizing what did you learn and expressing what you learned or what that emotion. And that could be like through writing, that could be through podcasting. It could be through sharing content, right? Going live. You're really expressing that energy. You're allowing it to be moved out. Then you go to the third eye. The third eye is again, your intuition. And it's, it's kind of like connecting with yourself and what's the lesson here? Where, where do I go next? And then taking to the crown. And it's really like surrendering that energetic contract away. It is giving it over to divine. It's surrendering it. It's really that last point where you take that dense energy and you have brought it up the chakra system till it's alchemized to a higher vibration. This is one layer, right? Again, this is not like... I- this is so interesting though, because, so I, I have a mentor right now and we're doing a lot of energetic work and I yeah. feel like we broke some stuff up in my sacral that's been there for a very long time on our yeah. last call. And I've literally felt it. Like I feel the energy now is like pulsating in my solar plexus, like breaking that moved up. Yep. I feel like it moved up just like you were expressing. And I, I, I didn't even realize and comprehend that until you just said that now where it's like, me allowing that emotion and that grief and that um, guilt and that shame or whatever it was that was really stored there. Yeah. It has a chance to move now and be liberated. Move and liberate. But also I feel like this activation, my solar plexus of like, as if it took it, 
you know, releasing it from the one allowed it to expand and bring back some of my power and activate the next. It's yeah. yeah. So just the, what you're verbalizing to have that energetic and physical experience of knowing like right now it feels like my solar plexus is really lit up. And I actually asked my Instagram, like, what color would I be? I'm working on some branding stuff. And I was like, what color do you see me as? And everyone yeah. said yellow. And I was like, what? Yellow? And I was like, you know what? That makes sense for what I because right now. Yeah. Power is coming back. That's so crazy. That could be like, you know, really your, with that aura that you're giving out is really from that space too, because, and it's true when one is balanced, it can throw the other ones off balance in some way too, or we overcompensate, mm. right? If one is underactive, we see that in society now, people like our solar plexus is totally, we're in hustle, 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 because we don't know how to flow or we've shut ourselves off from our heart. So you can see that you can see where we kind of one will take over to yeah. kind of protect the other one. Yeah, that makes sense. And, and that like, also that protective mechanism is totally probably where I'm at right now as I move through all the stages of like grieving where I'm at, like with the path, you know, it's like, yeah, it, it makes sense that that's how the energy would be shifting and moving. Right, right. That's kind of cool though. It's almost like a celebration though. We're like, oh, I feel it. It's, it's, it's moving, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Love it. 100%. So, oh, fun. Um, what else did I want to talk to you about? Oh my gosh. This was so good. The, just the understanding of how to use the chakras, I think is really powerful. Do you have any, um, I know the listeners are probably going to be interested in like, how do I, if I want to, if I feel called to go deeper or understand this a little bit more, what resources do you have for people who are wanting to dive a little deeper into the chakra work? Yeah. Uh, so I have chakra meditations that are $22 and honestly start, I always say start simple. Yeah. I mean, that was what listening to a meditation for me, getting into my body that helped me immensely in the beginning. I think that we think we have to go so big sometimes when it actually can be really, really simple. I also have a course called Manifesting with the Chakras. So if you're curious really about how to bring yourself into alignment and open up that vessel, it is open up uh, twice a year. So it should be... I'm so bad at planning. It's like when I get the hit to launch it, right? Literally but- same. I like try to plan out 2022. And I was like, nope, nope. Yeah. Tell you when I'm launching things. <laughs> yeah. I feel the sense to re-record it and put that out there. So it should be coming out soon. On my IGTV on Instagram, I have EFT videos on the chakras. So you oh, can actually tap on the chakras. So some of the limiting beliefs that tend to lie in each chakra are in those videos. So you can do some tapping. Obviously, I'm a really big fan of EFT for whatever reason. It actually helped me with a memory of not fifth grade, but when I was five, you know, and those emotions are so charged. Yeah. And I did EFT when I was learning in my training that memory now, when I talk about it, I, there, there's no more charge to it. I can just talk about it and laugh. Or before I felt like I was right back in there. Yes. You know? Yes. So, oh yeah. Anyway, my, my like two cents for EFT. And then there's a ton of books. I love um, Ambika Waters, A-M-B-I-K-A Waters. She, I like her stuff. She has one that 
I think it's just understanding the chakras. It's like this really cool coffee table book. It's got amazing pictures and it's easy to read because I'm not for Hetty's shit. It just, <laughs> I can't. You got to really dumb it down for me. And uh, I love that one too. That's a really fun one just to explore, but not get too crazy. Amazing. So I'm going to link that in the show notes and then we'll obviously link all of your Instagram, your website, yes, yes, all yes. the things there. Is there anything else that's coming through for you to share with the audience as far as chakras, manifestation, what you're talking about right now, which I think is really cool, the human design and the goddesses. Like if there's anything that you're like, Ooh, I really want to speak to this. I just want to open it up for you. Oh my gosh. I feel, I just want to say that just hold on, hang on, have faith. I feel that there's just been so many changes the last few months for people and really feeling could be unsettling or relationships ending, friendships ending. It just can feel so, we thought that 2020 was crazy, right? 2021 (laughs) is just, this is like, this is like, it's go time, right? It's all that movement and, um, to double down on some of the basics, you know, going back to your meditation, going back to journaling or conversations with the universe, whatever it is to help you with that connection during this time, to help us surrender, to help us have that non-attachment. I mean, yeah, that's just, that's maybe that's because it's my lesson right now is non-attachment, but usually I feel like when I'm going through something, it's definitely the collective is as well. So yeah. Yeah. I feel that. I think we had this conversation the last time. It's just like every, everyone seems to be going through something similar, not the same, but there's like this energy and this pattern that's showing up. And I feel like the past year or two have been like all the shadows coming to the surface. Yeah. At once. (laughs) Hang in there. It's what we came here for. (laughs) What we came here for. But yeah, imagine what the growth is going to be on the other side. And already I feel that people have been really, really stepping up and maybe no longer can stand another day and they're nine to five and they're really taking action. So there is really some beauty from all this too. Yeah. That like reclaiming Mm. really truly are at our core level. It's happening and you can see it. Yes. It's just a process to get there, just like manifesting through the chakras or like moving through a limiting belief or whatever that may be. It's that journey. Right. Oh my gosh. We're totally on that process of liberation. It's so true. We are literally on the, the chakra manifestation and liberation channel right now. It's so crazy. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Well, thank you so much for being here and sharing your energy with us. I know the listeners are going to love this episode. And I know you mentioned you have Instagram, but where can people like look for you and find you? Where do you hang out the most? Yeah. Uh, TikTok and Instagram <laughs> at just, it's, it's Jessica Rose. And then that's pretty much where I am. So if there's any chakra questions or anything comes up, be, don't be a stranger. Say hello. I love to connect with all the peeps. So. reach out and say hi. Yeah. Amazing. And we'll link that all in the show notes as well. 